So yeah, I can be a pilot. At the Air Force Academy, I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit, you have some perseverance. I'll tell you what, you can do it now all areas of life. That's just the way you gotta compete. Welcome to Thin Air. What's up, everybody? It's your boys, Archie and Kamish. We're back for another episode of the FNBA podcast. We're coming at you after the big Army versus Air Force weekend. And you want to know something, Arch? What's that? We won. We defeated Army. We defeated Navy at the same time. Air Force rifle team beats Army in the President's Trophy match. Um, Sarah Sawicki, she's our girl. She did, what did she score? She scored... 596 out of 600 points I don't know what that means Damn. But you know what That's the narrative we're pushing Because I'm extremely yeah, learned Army About what happened with football Yeah They they absolutely do um, No but in all seriousness Congrats to the rifle team That is awesome uh, Going out there And representing us I am very very alarmed um, About what happened With the football team though So Are we uh, Are we handing over The nuke codes What's going on here Do you think it's time To just Send it? I don't know. I really, I have no idea. Um, lots of mixed emotions. So as everybody should know, FNBA as a, as a family, as a team, if you will, was out at the game. Uh, we had a fantastic time this weekend. But my flight last night, it was like I was so tired from the weekend and I would kept like nodding off and I would kind of wake up and just have that like jolting feeling. It's like the closest I felt to being a cadet again of just like, Sunday scaries being in the back of your head and just like is this all oh, just a nightmare just like a bad dream like what what happened like how did we get blanked 306 game scoring streak was snapped by unreal those morons up in, up in the Hudson Hudson River area I, I just I'm I don't know I'm speechless so the sad thing is Kamish I'm like I think we do a great job generally being very positive about the team you know, it's been ups and downs all year, but I think we've always kind of found the, the positive light for the most part. And to be honest with you, it sounds like you're kind of on the same page. After Saturday, it's just really hard to find anything worthy of even spinning into something positive. I mean, other than obviously the events that we threw were awesome, but football alone, just talking straight up football, it was to get blown out. I mean, blown out. It's 21 nothing, but for Army to put up 21 points is impressive enough. For them to shut us out and not even let us get a field goal, it's just embarrassing. And I don't know. What do you think the next step is from here? It was, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, I think it's a lot easier for us to talk football when we're not, when there's not really a problem. But I think right now at this point, it's like, I don't even think we should really comment on it because I almost do think that there's a serious problem. And I, I don't know. Like, I've... I've heard that Coach Calhoun is being shopped around by a few SEC schools, by some bigger schools and that kind of thing for next year. So I don't know exactly what his contract is um, or anything like that, but I'm, I don't know. I like, I really, I'm being dead serious right now. I, I know we joke around a lot on here, but I, that really, really sucked that we couldn't even do that. And so I understand when you get yourself into a rebuilding year, but I think with the talent, 
um, that we have on the team between Tim McVeigh, like um, you know, on offense, even even Worthman, who's really stepped up this year, and then like Marquise Griffin on defense, like this was not good. That was a very very that's, bad look. Yeah, and that's what's scary is we ha- we had so many glimmers of a really solid team. I mean, the second half of Navy, CSU, Michigan, yeah. the beginning of the year. And even every other game, even those games that were really close and we played kind of bad teams, um, there were still these glimmers of hope. And I think the entire time, both you and myself are thinking, well, surely a home game against Army, like there's no way we're losing that game. Like we're going to come out to play and we're going to be ready to go. And there was just no energy brought by the dudes on our team from what I could tell. Again, you never know what's going on in the locker room and I know those guys, a lot of them played their hearts out, but from our standpoint, I don't know how you can't get pumped up in front of all those people in the biggest game of the year at home. It's just like to just get completely blown out is it's just unreal and something obviously we're not used to, thankfully, and hopefully it's a very short-lived era for Air Force football. Yeah, man, it's one of those things where it's like a top-to-bottom issue. Like, I'm not trying to stay too woke right now and assume that Jim Knowlton, who is of the Army uh, persuasion, it had anything to do with us losing that game. I'm not accusing <laughs> that, but uh, maybe. I don't know. So I guess if I end up dead in the next week by an unknown cause, if you like, guys see the news flash, like, commish killed, uh, don't know how, could be a Russian spy. Go ahead and call up Jimmy Knowlton. Let him let him know. It might be him. So no, but in all seriousness, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a coaching issue. I, I do. I understand the fact that there are rebuilding years. We lost a lot of great talent last year, um, but at the same time, I, I just think it's one of those things where we saw it this weekend, and we're going to talk like we're not going to belabor the point uh, talking about football, but we truly did see it this weekend. How fanatical our fan base can be, and how many people with how many people flew out for the game, how many people we got to hang out with. Uh, we were fired up, and quite frankly, I just believe that as a fan base, we deserve better than that. So I don't know if it's a coaching issue or if it's a player issue. Whatever it is, uh, let's just go ahead and figure it out. That's really all I even want to talk about when it comes to football. Um, let's just talk about the weekend a little bit. So how, what were your thoughts? We haven't even really talked. It was such a whirlwind, to be honest. Yeah, it was. And and we want to apologize. Last weekend, we did get a podcast out. We were kind of planning, super busy, getting ready for the week. Um Thirsty Parrot Friday night. We had a tailgate Saturday. I think the turnouts for both of them were awesome. I know the Thirsty Parrot, uh, I apologize if anyone wasn't able to get in. It sounds like the line was pretty much out the door um, by the time it kind of got into the later hours, and people were kind of hitting me up trying to get get in, and there was nothing I could do. Um, so that's like a great problem to have, but I think the big, I mean, and then Saturday for the tailgate, again, was awesome. Bud Light was awesome. Um, we drank a ton of beer and everybody had a great time. And I think we also learned a lot and next year is going to be even better for the home game against Navy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're super looking forward to doing like more of these events. Like it was a great time meeting you guys. It, and I know it fired us up to keep this, this whole crazy thing that we've been doing going. So seriously, thank you to everybody else. Uh, the one thing that did crack me up is some of the feedback I got from people who would come up and say that they listen to the podcast is that they can hear my tumbler <laughs> during the podcast and uh i was asked what's in it and i will be honest with you it is usually uh vodka and soda water and i record on sunday nights so um just in case you guys want to know how i chase chase away the sunday scaries and how i get down uh that's pretty much what's it when you hear the little rattling of the ice in my in my tumbler 
so yeah, that was that was pretty funny, but that was a good time. Um, so yeah, like all in all, once again, thank you guys. Wish we could have gotten the win, but it was it was just an awesome time. Like I didn't think I was going to be back uh, to the academy within ten years of graduating. I don't know about you. Yeah, who would have thought? Yeah, so that was wild. All right, uh, so let's start just moving into our first segments. So the first one. Now, yeah, we're a little down. We're a little downtrodden talking about the football aspect. But guess what? We're still better at everything than Army and Navy. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Let's do some of these. This is like a weird segment. It's going to be kind of rapid fire. And I think I'm more prepared than you are. So you want me to go first? Yeah, because to be honest, I don't even know what's about to happen right now. So okay. either okay. I daydream I'm just gonna name stuff. a little recap on what's going on or you just threw this in there. Yeah, no. So this is my way of just making you look like – like really dumb so okay so here's the best one we're better at army and navy in complaining about the walk from lower two dig to the tzo are you going that's a fact oh i have one um we're better at walking than navy because they were like complaining about core frames hurting their feet Ooh, yeah okay and they uh, probably spend so much time on boats they can't really walk anymore so that's true uh we're better at Putting Cholula, enough Cholula on meatball stroganoff to make it palatable. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, ah, that, that's a nasty combo for being, for being honest. But yeah. I but guess if it works for you, then yeah, we're better at that. I put a lot of Cholula on it because then it helps your digestive system. You can just pump it out quicker. Like, if you play that's your cards true. right, you can, you can have that, you can have your meatball stroganoff, like, eaten, digested, and pooped out by, by like, two o'clock in the afternoon if you had enough chalupa. it's a it's like a juice cleanse yeah i think you're just ahead of your time because everyone's into the juice cleanse these days yeah you saw the juice cleanses are generally uh around like meatballs and gravy is what that is okay uh <laughs> next one passing drug tests i think we're better at passing drug tests than army and navy because our opponent is much tougher like being in colorado um everybody knows that's that's the weed capital right there. So, you know, you're you're like a freshman. You're at a party like up in Boulder. They're passing around what looks to you to be like a, a Marlboro Light because that's totally normal behavior. Uh, next thing you know, it's that it's that bomb devil's lettuce. So, yeah, they're pretty good at avoiding that. You got oh, we're um, – what's that? You got another one? Yeah, we're better at being younger than Army and Navy. We're Ooh. much more we're much more youthful than they are. Yeah, sl- sleeker, sleeker, uh, stronger, faster, better. Sleeker. Yep. Okay. Much uh, all those adjectives work. Yep. And then the last one, not eating C four. So we don't we don't eat C four. That's an that's an old army trick right there. Cadets, <laughs> cadets eat C four and have to get medevaced out of their training area. Yeah, they mix that they mix that into their repertoire. It's pretty. You can get confusing C four and MREs. You know, it's yeah. classic mix up. Like, is that jalapeno cheddar or is that a hand grenade? I don't know. Let's just take a bite of both and we'll see. Yeah, exactly. What could go wrong? <laughs> okay, so that's perfect. So that's our uh, that's our first segment. Coming out real strong. After a week off, you'd think we'd come back better than ever. But we're coming at you with <laughs> just us naming stuff that's uh, very specific to only Air Force. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, we'll go soups list. of So right now. Basically, football season. Football season in my eyes is over. I'm sorry. I, I love the football team. I love them so much, but it's over, dude. We're not going to a bowl game. We have Wyoming next year, Mister Howdy Doody rivalry. I, mean, I, I, I know, I know, but much. I just 
like my whole thing is like if I can't point to where the state is that we're playing on a map and I cannot do that for Wyoming, then to me it's not like an important football game. And I know it's like a rival, but I don't know. Whatever. That's you um, must have a big issue with the Mountain West in general then. Because every state's a square. Facts. I know what California looks like, not to brag. That like I'm a <laughs> geography guy. But whatever. Um so yeah, so but what that means is like when football season's over, that basically means that basketball and uh and hockey are up. And then of course some other sports. So we got like wrestling and stuff. Dude, wrestling's wild. I watched one of my buddies wrestle and they basically like turn the lights down in clune and just like toss kids around. It's pretty I don't know. I know there's a lot of hazing incidents going on right now at the academy. That might want to check that one out. We're hazing a lot of other schools, like intercollegiately. So Well, spin zone. Spin zone. Alright, uh so soup's list of Usafa winter activities. Uh I'll go you want me to go first? I'll go first. You've been talking for a while. Yeah, that's fair. All right. (laughs) So soup list, basically we're picking the top three things to do, I guess, as a cadet during the wintertime. So my number one is uh, being the kid, the snowboard kid who builds like a two-foot ramp out of snow on the hill down from side John to the parking lot. Oh, and yeah, they dude. go out there and they, they, they hit that ramp, they do some three sixties, and then they have to just <laughs> walk right back up the hill and do it over and over and over again. Hopefully somebody will catch a little glimpse of them doing it and be kind of impressed. And then they're like, dude, why didn't you just go to Breckenridge? Like that that looks like a huge waste of time. That oh, was actually really nice of you. Yeah. That was actually really nice of you saying that they do three sixties. Uh in my experience, what I see them do is like crash through their little ramp that they made because it's just like not packed <laughs> down enough and then and then go and hit the little ledge and then go face first into the windshield of like a Camaro. Yeah, which brings me to my next point. Um, number two activity is borrowing an upperclassman's car and then proceeding to like try and just go get some food and pretty much running into the curb at every turn because there's no traction because the weather sucks in Colorado. Yeah, and as long as it's wintertime, uh, you're usually good till spring. You don't have to tell them, so you can save up those dually paychecks. And, like, because, you know, the cars are going to be covered in, in snow anyways. And That's then when true. springtime rolls around and the guy's like, hey, dude, you've been borrowing my car, and I literally don't have a fender anymore. Uh, you can be like, yeah, sorry. I saved up. Uh, no, you just blame it on the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's now. true. Yep. Oh, sorry. Or you blame it on goodwill. When all else is wrong, you just blame it on goodwill. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I saw the Google worker dragging a bumper around two months ago. I don't know what was going on. With that. Yeah, you put a plastic bag on a car and just walked away. It was really weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to hear my third one? Yeah, that's, that's the last one. It's just being depressed because there is nothing worse than leaving your room and it's still dark out and you don't have enough clothes to even wear to keep yourself warm. And the snow is blowing sideways, and then you realize, like, you have four GRs that day, and you're failing every class, and you have, like, six finals coming up in two weeks, and there's, it's, like, literally impossible for you to not be on ACPRO, um, and it's all just made even worse by the weather. So just being depressed is a classic um, pastime of winter at the Academy. It is. And I like that because then usually, well, because here's the thing is like, obviously when you're just feeling depressed at the Academy, you just take naps the whole time. And so napping during winter at Yusuf is nice. It's really nice. You just get it. It is. Like, it's a nice little escape, but 
it's reality when you get back into it. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, for the cadet wing, having us lose both to both service academies in football is not helping. So, okay. Um, that was good. That, got, that, t- that took kind of a dark turn, just a little. Well, it's a dark time. It is. Um, okay. So mine for the first one is going down to the car bar and going to a hockey game. Uh, I've touched on this before. I think I touched on it for a 21st birthday. Also, I want to kind of preemptively apologize to everyone who, to like the new policy that's inevitably going to come out because I'm saying this. Uh, but yeah, car barring is the absolute best. Once again, I've said it a million times. Drive over to the shop at, pick up your drink of choice. Just make sure it's not wild turkey. Uh, what is that? Like 102 proof? I don't know, whatever it is, but that stuff, that stuff's awful. It's dangerous. Um, but yeah, just like car barring and going into games is a really good time. I feel like, I don't think you did it very often, did you? Not to call you out and just say you're a nerd, but. No, I've never ever car barred in my life. Why would I ever do such a thing? Oh, you're fine. You can admit it now. This is a, this is a trust circle. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I went to some hockey games, but it was like, um, dual year. I just need to go get like some funnel cake, you know, get me get, get a little pick me up. I do, yeah. Huh, I like that. It was all G-rated stuff. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a family podcast. That makes sense. Okay. Um. And then next, slipping and falling on ice in low quarters. Ooh. So on the walk, the classic place, and I don't know what it is. I don't know how the stars align or whatever happens, but right in front of Mitch's classic, there's always kids just like eating it on the ice they just like slip <laughs> yeah. and fall and it's one of those things where you're never and you're never actually close enough to help them out so all you can really do is laugh like you're gonna be maybe i don't know 30 yards and like you're not gonna yell out like hey are you okay like obviously i'm not i just like embarrass myself in front of like fifty thousand people so i don't know it's always just a really funny thing and in fact i've seen a couple times so that's like the kids too who have um they're on crutches I never uh, were you ever on crutches at the academy? I feel like it's like kind of a rite of passage, but I never was, so I don't know. No, my favorite is this little side note. My favorite is the uh, crutches kids at the academy that would have two crutches and they would just walk with their crutches. Yeah, that's great. Like both yeah. feet walking and just like I'm like, what is the point in that? Well, it's that way when at you least, get to the at elevator. Least they you get, commit to it. Well, so that way when you get to the elevator at uh, at Fairchild, you gotta like you can like have something to rest on while you're riding it up. Yeah, true. So that's pretty nice. <laughs> um, okay, so, and then last one is taking a water-based PE class and getting frostbite on your head on the walk back. So you get a little, you go down, <laughs> it's like freezing cold, and then you go to water haze and then just come out, like, basically you just deprive yourself of oxygen for an hour and a half, and then now you got nice frostbite on your head, so. Yeah, you get frosted tips. Ooh. I kind of like that. That's against like that. That's out of regs. So I mean, you have to kind of write yourself a form ten, but whatever. Worth it. Yeah, kind of. All right, next. Uh, so we're just going today. If you guys can't tell, we're like a little bit out of it, but we're we're podcasting, we're grinding. So we're just going with the classic, um, the classic segments today. So CSP rule change up next. As you know, Academy, there's a bajillion rules that you have to live by. 
and we think that we know how to do it a little bit better. So one of the things that you have to do, and this was, I, and you've seen it on the videos of like when they first came out, the Air Force Academy, essentially, when they came up with the idea. Um, what they would do is, they, I guess cadets, seriously, in the 60s would take like ballroom dancing and stuff and all these like how to be a gentleman kind of things. Um, and so they changed it essentially into social decorum, which I don't know what the whole thing is. I just remember we went to like one thing and you basically, the whole thing was you went in like a tie and you ate a, <clears throat> ate a dinner. I don't remember it that well, but you ate a dinner and then basically had to drink wine without binge drinking. That was like the biggest challenge of it is that you go and they're like, okay, you're going to have like two glasses of wine. And it's like, but what if I'm no. 17? The biggest challenge of it was <clears throat> sitting through that lady's PowerPoint that literally told you like which fork was for which dish. And I'm like, nobody goes to these dinners anymore. This is like back in the seventies and I don't even know the time. Frame, yeah. You don't, you don't, don't eat, need to you don't know which thing is used. You don't eat like, PF know, with, a, with a salad fork. You eat it with just your bare hands at 2 a.m. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. So I, I graduated the Academy and I'm out in the real world and I'm telling you what the spoon size doesn't matter for the bowl of lucky charms that I eat in the morning. Like it really doesn't matter to me. So yeah. I'm just saying. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. So we had to do that whole social decorum thing. It's basically changed. I think it's been kind of the same. So it's been just like a dinner that you go to. But we think it always, I don't know why, everybody was always kind of complaining about it and people would have to reschedule because it was always on a really bad day too. But I think that what you should do is you should be able to validate it. If you can, and what they'll do is like, I guess they'll just go around with like a clipboard or something like that. And on spaghetti day, which is a classic day. So I think nowadays they wear blues four days a week, but for a while there, what they would do is they would wear either ABUs or I guess in the BDU days, like BDUs, uh, four days a week. And then you would wear blues on Mondays. And so I think that was for a couple years for us. And then like for whatever reason on those days when you only wore blues once a week, they always made that day spaghetti day and spaghetti <laughs> yep. is like the messiest thing because the sauce is clearly just made out of like ketchup and water. It's, so it's like, like water so, and so red th- food dye. Yeah. And it's so, so thin. So it's inevitably going to get on your stuff. And like, if you're a cadet, you're not doing laundry. I mean, I know there are kids who did laundry. I didn't do laundry. Um, and so Were you yeah, green ring club. That, what's that? Were you, uh, the blues green ring club? What does that mean? Oh, ew. Is that it? like something to do with the shirt? No, yeah, it's like you just develop some green uh, stains underneath your arms and around your neck, and you just rock it. No, see, what I would do is I would just throw away the shirts and buy new ones. But my pants, uh, I did get the, like, my pants smell club. What yeah, about the it. chalkboard club with the pants? Like... You never wash them, so then if you just scratch your nail against the, the front of the leg, you can, like, draw stuff. Yeah. I should have donated my, my blues pants to, like, the chem lab after I graduated. Or maybe the bio lab. <laughs> I don't know. They need to come up with a better, like, laundry service at the academy because, wa- like, walking it all the way down to the bottom of the quads, not a, not a great idea. If there are any preppies who listen to us, they have their, their laundries on the top floor of all the squads. So that's like awesome. That was like I actually liked that. The prep school, I loved that. But I'm because but it was easier. It was like smaller. It wasn't like a million miles away. So, um, here's what we do: we just don't let anyone wear civvies at all. Then laundry is pretty much a non-factor, and 
we'll just keep we'll let the goodwill people do it for all four years dude that was disgusting you would put your clothes in there with goodwill and they would get they would come out dirtier because what and (laughs) it was one of those things where you would hear rumors but no one actually knows what they do you would hear rumors that basically what they do is uh just boil all the clothes (laughs) just boil them like (laughs) put crank it up to 220 like over a burner and then just that's it and then I would walk out of uh, McDermott Library like late into the into the night as a dually because I was trying to avoid the squadron, and I saw Goodwill workers just hauling bags of laundry into Mitch's, and they were just tossing them into the boilers and just letting them soak. Yeah, into the into the actual dishwashers themselves next to the blue cups with the cracks <laughs> on. So yeah, <laughs> Mr. Eagle spent his time spent his days watching over all the clothes. Um, yeah, so that was. I don't know, but just back to the original point. Yeah, I think that that's a fair thing. If you can seriously make it through an entire spaghetti day without getting sauce on you, you can survive and make it through social decorum training. I will tell you that after hanging out with cadets all weekend, uh, you guys are all awesome people. But social decorum not really a strong suit of a lot of people. I don't think I don't think that like chugging Bud Light for six hours is like something that was covered in there. So. And and you know what? Those are all successful, great people. So whatever. Why don't we just take over the social decorum kind of whole program? And Ooh. like you'll come to one event a year, and if, if it's like, oh, these guys are cool, then you pass. If not, we're like, well, you still pass because we don't really care. Archie and Kamish, yeah. What kind of? Okay, so not to put you on the spot, but I'm very much putting you on the spot. What kind of? What kind of topics would we cover? If we were doing it. What kind of topics would we cover? Yeah. Um. Meme creation would be number one. So how to generate good memes. Um, <laughs> oh. The other one would be uh, spin zone. So if anything bad happens, like, I don't know, um, your entire brand is based off a slogan that's kind of destroyed within, like, a month uh, because our team, we put all our eggs into one basket being the football team. Uh, so how oh, to wow. spin that into something good. Oh, I like that. Actually, yeah, shout out to the people who were buying flags today and yesterday. <laughs> there are people who there are people who still love the brand. We we thought we were like this is very bad for the brand, and we're not clever enough to come up with something else. We do everything in one take. We come up with all of our ideas in one take. We do the podcast clearly in one take because you guys hear how hodgepodge it can be at times. Um, so shout out to us on that. I think. I think all it right. just made the slogan stronger than ever. But we are so off the rails on this topic right now. Can you kind of <laughs> guide us back? <laughs> uh, yeah. So CSP rule change. If you can eat spaghetti without getting stuff on yourself, um, <laughs> you're you're fit for society. Uh, All right, there we go. All right, so next up we got Spoken Like a True Cadet. But today we have a special edition for you. We're doing the Opposing Academies tradition. It's stuff that we hear from West Point and Navy. So how do you, how do you like them? And this was pretty good, huh? This was something I thought of when we were at the game. And it was kind of late in the fourth quarter. It was very obvious we were going to lose. And I'm like, you know what? I've had, I don't know, a few Bud Lights today. I need to go relieve myself. So I went to the trough, a.k.a. the men's bathroom at the academy. Um, Nothing's changed, by the way. It's still that warm, weird smell in there. Mm. I walked inside, and I was was over kind of near the Army fan section. And I was greeted by a middle-aged man wearing... Uh, West Point bathrobe, which is an all-time look. I can't really hate that. Uh, but yeah. the point was... Well, did he have anything with, on underneath or no? 
you know, yeah, he had normal clothes on underneath, which is kind of a weird move in my opinion. Okay. Um, yeah, if you're going to do anyway, it, like, I, I also wore my bathrobe, and I just had nothing on underneath, so. <laughs> I wish. Not <laughs> for that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> All right, man, we're, we're going to cut that. We're cutting that. Yeah, anyway, um, and I was greeted with, I didn't even go after him, and I was just greeted with the whole slew of typical things that people say about the Air Force that really, I obviously by me complaining about it, I'm saying it doesn't bother me, but I, apparently it does. But the point of it is, like, I'm so sick and tired of hearing these same insults over and over again. It just gets old. So that's how we're doing our spoken like a true cadet today. Yeah, we get it. So what is it? What is what's yours? Go ahead. Oh no, that's it. No, I'm just kidding. All right, mine is. <laughs> nobody's ever heard this one before, but the chair force insult is my favorite one. As if Ooh. the fact that we sit in chairs is a bad thing. Um, my whole take on this is that every service sits in chairs more than ever. Uh, and <laughs> half of, half of our chairs are like, I don't know, 25,000 feet in the sky. The other half are like in awesome locations like Los Angeles and Boston, where they work nice hours in air conditioned places and then go home to their family or their friends and then have fun on the weekends. And army's chairs are like foxhole dirt, build outs and navy's chairs are like two inches apart from each other on this huge ship full of like 600 dudes where you don't see land for like six months so i guess i guess at the end of the day they're right i would rather uh be sitting on dirt or on a ship with 600 dudes rather than an air-conditioned unit uh in los angeles so i guess they got us on that one well my whole thing about it is that it's like first of all and I'm just saying this, like, as a guy who, like, literally we make jokes, like, that's what we do on this stuff. Um, I think that just having a rhyming joke is, like, the lowest form of intelligence. Like, you actually are a dumb human being if that's, like, your go-to. Like, you just, oh, air and chair rhyme together? We'll just call them the chair force. Like, like there's, and you could do that with other things. Like, what, what if someone just called us, like, the hair force? Like, oh, yeah, you guys have bad hair. <laughs> like, I don't even know. <laughs> you know, you know, some army guy was sitting there, like, going through the entire alphabet, like, Bear Force, Pear Force, and he just skipped yeah. C, and it was, like, the last one that came to him, and he finally... Like, yeah, it's it. just, like, the lowest form... It's That's the only way I can describe it. It's the lowest form of intelligence, and it's just, like... Yeah, like you said, like, do we enjoy sitting in chairs? Yeah, do they not have chairs? It's, it's just one of those things, like, just be better. If you're gonna If you're gonna come at the Kings, like, if you're gonna shoot at us, you better hit us, and you better kill us, because... We're probably going to come back or just ignore you. That's the biggest thing that I do. I normally just, I give the half smile. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks, man. Um, yeah. And just enjoy eating your crayons or whatever it is that you do. Enjoy sniffing your glue. <laughs> eating your C4. Yeah. So that's good. Um, my favorite one is, it's especially from West Point. All of your best generals went to West Point, man. Like talking about like Robin Olds and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's uh, because think? airplanes weren't invented. <laughs> like they're not just gonna go like this. Oh, airplanes? Yeah, let's make an academy based around that. Like immediately. Like one yeah. day, I don't know. Maybe there's gonna be a cyberspace like mission, and that's gonna be a separate entity. I don't know. It would be pretty foolish if they came out with it right now. So maybe the generals. Who are like going through you software or the kids who are going through you software right now might be the head of that. Yeah, that's just kind of how it works. Like, I'm not even offended by that. And not only that, but like, 
not to brag, I read Robin Old's uh, biography because I had to, and or maybe it was a lot of biography. I don't know because I had to for history class, and all he talks about is how much he hated West Point. But the only reason why he was doing it was so he could be in the Army Air Corps. So, uh, yeah, I guess I don't know. It's, it's like the weirdest brag ever. <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. I agree. And it's like, especially when it's in relevance to, like, the football game this weekend. It's like, yeah. oh, somebody somebody literally, like, said, you know, that same guy that I ran into brought up some historical thing. I don't remember the exact wording, but it was something along the lines of, like, oh, well, your biggest influencer was from West Point. I was like, okay, does that have to do, I mean, for what it's worth, we are down 21 nothing, but... I wish I could have said, like, does that have anything to do with how our triple option is running all over you guys? It didn't. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. that has nothing to do with what we were doing right now. Well, and I'm, yeah, and I'm just trying to, I'm like, I know that the example is out there. It's kind of like one of those things, like, okay, so, like, Marshawn Lynch is from, like, the Bay Area, and now he plays for Oakland. But, like, when he was playing for, Seattle, like where people from Oakland were like when Oakland was awful saying like, yeah, well, your best running back is from Oakland. Like, no, he plays on the Seahawks. Like, it's the exact same thing. Yeah. Like, these guys went through West Point. were like, oh, wow, there's a superior branch. Yeah, I'm going to join that. Well, meanwhile, you got dudes like Patton who are just hanging out in the back uh, playing around in the sandbox with tanks. So weird, weird insults. Uh, once again, it just goes back to like be better. And it just goes back to this to the other thing where like these dudes I'm a big fan of the phrase if it ain't broke don't fix it but the chirps that come from like army and navy they're awful so they're broken you need to I, fix them yeah I don't expect anything better to be honest but um yeah, yeah. at least like get it so improve a little bit to help help us out yeah a little bit of a strong take after we uh just lost in football and hockey and rugby <laughs> and <laughs> But you know what? We won rifle, damn it. So that's good. Uh, okay, <laughs> exactly. let's go to Cadet Consent and Distant Roll. Um, a nice little last topic before we go into minutes. So today's topic is states for cadets to be from. So weird, sure, weird I mean, category, by the way. But Yeah, but you got to hear me out on this. It's pretty good because right. you, like, it's basically like which person would you rather be like with or, like, have to talk to at the academy, a person from which one of these states. So the ones I'm giving you are going to be, like, the big states where people are typically, like, super prideful to be from. So, and, yeah, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not trying to offend anybody because I absolutely am. Uh, but first we'll go Texas. Texas is loud and proud, home of the brave, Lone Star State. Uh, and then we'll go Georgia for you. And then finally, we'll go. We'll head to the left coast, the Cali Bros. Let's talk about California. So, everybody knows the rules. Cadet consent, disenroll. It's much like the game, marry, f, kill. Uh, you're gonna go ahead and keep one for a long time. Just one time it, and then get rid of the other one. So for those three states, Texas, Georgia, California. Okay, this is. I don't know. It's kind of tough. I don't really have ties to any of these states. So it doesn't really. Well, kind of, but. Um, I'll just no, but it's like okay. It. I I, I want to make sure you like actually understand this. What I'm saying is it's the states for kids for cadets to be from. So if you're talking to a kid from Georgia, 
like maybe you want to cadate them because it's like they're not as annoying. They don't talk about that much stuff. Like maybe they talk about SEC football, which is like a I huge gotcha, thing. I like, gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I'm just going to start right off the bat. Disenrolling California. Um, maybe that doesn't come as a surprise. I'm sure you Californians are pretty rattled about it, but here's my reasoning. Uh, first off, California, massive state, kind of like Texas. But the thing with California is the people that are from there, while they're all generally similar, there's so many different variants of the type of person from California. Um, And what I mean by that is you're either on the water polo team or you're on a swim team. Uh, And that's pretty much it. (laughs) Aren't those like the same? (laughs) But for real, like Californians – kind of have this weird sense about them and I'm friends with plenty of Californians but they also have this weird weird sense about them where it's like they're almost too good to be going to the academy but they're at the academy so it's really strange because it's like you made the decision to come here why are you kind of acting like you you should be at Cal Berkeley or wherever else they go to school Stanford it's just weird to me it's like they always kind of refer back to California when they're comparing anything to the Academy or Colorado. Um, and again, I'm not trying to put anyone in, in a grave here, but it's just kind of a weird, weird thing to me. Yeah. I think the, the only problem I have with California. So from my perspective and like, just going back to it, the whole point of this is like where the cadets are from. So who would I rather be like hanging out with the problem I have with California kids is when you get two of them in the same room, they split hairs so much. So it's like, Hey, are you, where are you from in California? Like, oh, I'm from this town. Like, oh, is that near is that near Sacramento? And they're like, yeah, it's like 45 minutes outside of Sacramento. And they're so like, oh, okay, so you're from North Central East Cal. It's like tight, man. Yeah, I'm from uh, <laughs> I'm from North Central West Cal, but like on a suburban kind of like rural tinge of that. And it's like I live on a co-op with my like, we like with. Uh, Bill and Sharon. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't call them my California parents because kids. like that's a that's a social construct. But I yeah, call them Bill exactly. and Sharon. <laughs> exactly. So you're disenrolling the Californians. I'm totally behind that. Never been yeah. to California. And the other so funny thing with them is like the other funny thing with them is you'll be like, yo, you want to go up to Breckenridge this weekend? I'll be like, oh, dude, like snowboarding here is just not as, as nice as in California. It's like, yeah, what are you talking about? Colorado is one of the top states, and they're like, well, in California, I can surf in the morning and snowboard in the afternoon. I'm yeah, like, dude, snowboarding okay. in San Diego is, like, so much better. And then after that, I get, like, I don't even know what they, like, other dumb stuff. They're like, ooh, go, go get a burrito in L.A. or something. They say cool stuff like that. <laughs> That's actually, that was a pretty good impersonation, by the way. Yeah, um, thanks, man. If you're from California and you're confused, I'm not from California, even though that impression was fine. You're not? That's weird. Nope. Yep. Anyway, I, I, and I, half the reason I say this stuff is because I'm jealous of California dudes. Um. Yeah, I mean, they just kind of are all like the circle. Oh, stop! You're trying to play. You're trying to middleman on this. You're trying to like not piss anybody <laughs> off. No, no, this is very true. California sucks. You just saw right through me. All right, <laughs> I'm going to consent to Georgia. Uh, reason being, I don't really know anything about Georgia. I feel like there's two sides to Georgia, and if anyone says they're from Georgia, you you immediately think like, oh, they're from Atlanta. Um, and to me, like Atlanta is just this like dirty place that I don't know. There's nothing good there. That's how I see it, but I really don't know anything about it. Um, and then I hear there's like really nice places in Georgia too. So 
I don't really know. I'm just kind of throwing it in a consent category, kind of just seeing what happens with that. Uh, could be great, could be terrible, but that's why you just consent. It's a one-time thing. You don't know. You don't know if you're going to like the person from Georgia. Oh, I kind of like that. Well, the thing about Georgia is that it's like for whatever reason, people are really, really prideful to be from there, and that's fine. Like I like Georgia, I really do. But um, the one thing that makes like Georgia people unique, and yeah, you have like the South Carolina, Tennessee, Louisiana. But it's like they will legit put SEC football over the academy, and I'm like, and they're like that. They'll yeah. be at at a game, and they're like, "Hey, check the Georgia score for me." I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." We're at the Air Force game, so yeah. Why didn't you right. go to Georgia if you care that much? Yeah. All right, and then I'm going to Cadet, Texas. Um, I don't know. I just feel like Texans are pretty even keel. Uh, a lot of good cities in Texas, and there's a lot of small towns, too. I don't think any of the cities really come with, like, the standard California stuck-up attitude, generally. Um, the only thing about Texas that is really annoying is it's similar to... Well, I guess it's kind of different from California because they kind of split hairs, like you said. But Texans are, like, so overly prideful in their state, when in reality, like, it's really not any different than any of the other southern states. It's just not. It's just bigger. That's that's all it is. And, and it's a desert. I, yeah, I generally, that's why I'm 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 cadating Texas because all else being equal, generally no issues with Texans. Um, I think they're pretty even keeled people. All their football teams kind of suck nowadays anyway, so they don't really care too much about that. Um, and Texas provides like a lot of our football players, so I don't know. Cadating that. That is true. Texas to me is like the is like Dubai of the United States because it's it is so big. And the first time I went to Texas, I went to Texas a couple times like during college, but like it is just so huge. And when you hear about it from Texas people, you would think that it's seriously like the best place on earth. That the entire state is just Disneyland, but in reality, what it is is a gigantic desert with like four cities along a single stretch of highway, like. Dallas, Austin, San Antonio, Houston. And then that's like it. And they're all like yeah. just man-made places. Super bad radio that we're doing right now because most people are like, why do I care about Texas? <laughs> but, um, yeah, as far <laughs> as the people that come out of there, yeah, I'll give you that one uh, just because of the football players. So, uh, what I don't know, Friday Night Lights, full eyes, Texas forever. So Can't lose. Yep. Great show. I, I like that. Um all right, you ready for yours? Yeah, let's hear them. These are just, these are opposite ends of the spectrum, so good luck. Okay. The first one is the kid from, like, Puerto Rico or Guam. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't want to, like, wrap those into the same person, and I hope that's not offensive, but the kid from, like, not one of the, we'll say the guy that's a U.S. citizen, but he's not from one of the 50 states. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's a huge generalization, but it's already out there, and we're one-take Charlie's, so yep. we're not cutting oh. this. Um, the next one is Maine. So mm. top right, if you're trying to remember where Maine is, just think top right. Okay. Uh, and then the last one is the Air Force brat that, in quotes, like doesn't really have a hometown because he moved around a lot. <laughs> okay. Or he says, if I have to claim a town, I guess I'd claim this because I spent one year and eight months there versus one year at all the other ones. 
Okay, we are going to go ahead and just right off the bat disenroll that kid. They're usually very strange. Um, they do, they do, they want everybody to know that they like had a unique experience growing up. Like, yeah, I actually lived inside of like a an active missile silo uh, on wheels for my entire <laughs> life. Like that's how I grew up. And then it's like, yeah, my dad was a he was a three star. And I was just like, dude, like your story is not good. And it's like, what do you do? And it's like. Well, before I came here, I wanted to go to the Air Force Academy, and that's it. And it's like, oh, all right, well, yeah, kind of strange. Um, and once again, this is just talking about the kids from there. I just personally have absolutely nothing in common with that person. So, And I come from a military family, and I think those are the strangest people ever. So, um, yeah, the kid who just, like, especially on the first day is like, well, yeah, I'm a military brat, so I guess you couldn't really say I'm from anywhere, but I guess if I had to... If I, I guess if I had to pick a place to be Minot, North Dakota. So, yeah. No, we're going to disenroll <laughs> that kid. Um, up next, we're going to consent Is that your California to, voice again? It's hard to tell. Yeah, it's all the same. Like, basically, anybody that I don't like, just ship them off to California because I'm never going there. So, <laughs> that's fine. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to uh, – yeah, kind of moving backwards. I'm going to consent to the main kids. I don't know what Maine is. I'm going to be honest with you. I know I have more information about Guam and Puerto Rico than I do uh, Maine. They have lots of lobsters there, I think. But is it, I think, it, is it, does it border Canada? Like, in all seriousness? <laughs> don't put me on the spot. I think it borders uh, Newfoundland. Okay, I feel like if it does, I feel like there's no looking border up a map right there. Now. Okay, I feel like there's no border patrol in Maine. I feel like it's just kind of like you can come and go, and it's like this nebulous little thing. Like, hey, yeah, we're from, like, what is a Maine? There you go. What's a Maine accent? Like, hey, we're from Maine. How's it going? Yeah, pretty much. I'm a, I'm a Maine <laughs> person. I don't know. <laughs> so it's cold, and the, our beaches suck. <laughs> and what do they even call themselves? Like, yeah, like Coloradans, Texans, Georgians. Like, I'm a it's I'm Maine. a Mainer. I'm a I'm a manie. So it yeah. does border Mech- it, it borders uh, Canada, and then Nova Scotia is just off to the right. Well, you know what I have to say, President Trump. And Newfoundland build- is somewhere up there too, so I wasn't too far off. Well, here's what I have to say to President Trump: build that wall, keep those keep those Canadians out of Maine, because I'm pretty sure there's a, yeah. probably an immigration issue up there. Probably. So, um, <laughs> yeah, so. I'm going to get sent to that because uh, I want to meet a Mainer, and uh, I don't know if I have before, which finally leaves me with cadating uh, the kids from Puerto Rico and Guam, only because the dudes who I have met from those places are pretty cool, and on top of that, I'm kind of like, this just shows how like dumb my brain is, because I'm sometimes just like, are you an international student? Like, are you going back to the to the Air Force of Guam and they're like no I'm literally going to like the same base as you I'm like alright you're foreign though what language do you speak and they're like literally English like and I speak it better than you I'm like no you're like die you're not going to our Air Force yeah yeah so, so that's my uh, can you consent doesn't roll alright finally let's do minutes minutes is going to be short today because uh, well we don't have any events we close out the weekend pretty strong so Arch go ahead please hit them with uniform of the day Please go to fastneedbelowaverage.bigcartel.com. Check out all the products we have. We're probably going to be rolling out some new stuff to keep it nice and fresh and spicy for you guys. So 
keep us keep on the lookout for Instagram, everything like that, uh, to see what's going on. But just be checking out that website, get all the all the nice gear that you I know you guys want. Yeah, absolutely. Um, basically, holidays are coming up. Everything that we sell makes great gifts. We are going to be having some new products coming out, including some holiday-themed things. So please get excited for that. Uh, once again, we this weekend was an absolute rousing success. Thank you for to everybody who came out uh, and supported us. It was great to know that like what we're doing is uh, you know is kind of being seen by everybody, and and everybody's really just like all aboard the team because we aren't doing it unless you guys are listening. So. Thanks so much. That's yeah, I got. It was awesome. So yeah, I can be a pilot at the Air Force Academy. I can be anything. Army and Navy, play for second. That's a long, big, beautiful blue line. You have some grit. You have some perseverance. I'll tell you what. You can do it now. All areas of life. That's just where you got to compete. Welcome to Thin Air.